From the St. Louis Public Radio Newsroom, this is The Gateway. It's Thursday, August 29th. I'm Wayne Pratt. Ahead, since last year, more than 120,000 people have dropped off Missouri's Medicaid rolls. State officials say they're getting rid of people who are not eligible, but many families say they've been kicked off unfairly. I cried for a week. I was beyond stressed out. Plus, I have a full-time job. You know, I have another kid. It's been something that no family should have to go through. St. Louis Public Radio's Sarah Fenton and Jacqueline Driscoll investigate what happens to children when they lose coverage. First, the news. Missouri's governor is standing firm that there will be no special legislative session on gun violence. As St. Louis Public Radio's Jacqueline Driscoll reports, Mike Parson is not convinced anything would be accomplished. Parson summoned lawmakers back for a special session to run concurrently with the veto session next month for a car sales tax technicality. The Missouri Legislative Black Caucus asked the governor to add gun violence to the list, but Parson rejected the idea on Tuesday. He reiterated that on Wednesday. Special session, you want to do something a limited time that you think you can get a fix to. I'm not for sure you gain anything by a special session on, on, on the gun violence. Parson proposed increased highway patrol and finding more funding streams to help with gun violence, but says it should be saved for the regular legislative session. The cost of this special session is expected to be around $16,000. In Jefferson City, I'm Jacqueline Driscoll, St. Louis Public Radio. Gun violence is also a key issue for elected officials in St. Louis. Congressman Lacey Clay is calling it a public health emergency. The Democrat is asking the community for help and urging Congress to take action. In St. Louis and across this nation, we are faced with an ugly, obscene, inescapable truth. Clay spoke during a town hall last night about the spike in gun violence against children in the region. The Black Caucus of the St. Louis Board of Aldermen organized that event at Haristow State University. Federal Agriculture Secretary Sonny Perdue visited the Melvin Price Locks and Dam in East Alton yesterday. As St. Louis Public Radio's Eric Schmidt reports, Perdue is calling for infrastructure investment along the Mississippi River. Secretary Perdue toured the locks and dam to see a newer facility in action. He says he wants to see more modern lock and dam facilities like Melvin Price on the Mississippi. We've got a 1,200 foot lock and dam where the barges can come down and don't have to unhook and unlatch, which is a hours long process. Perdue says aging locks and dams on the river delay barges for hours. In the past 20 years, vessel delays have increased on the Mississippi, while overall traffic has decreased, according to a new report from the USDA. Reporting from East Alton, I'm Eric Schmid, St. Louis Public Radio. Take some time today to subscribe, rate, and review this podcast. We'd appreciate it. Also, I'm on Twitter, at Wayne Radio. More than 120,000 people have been kicked off Missouri's Medicaid program or did not re-enroll since the beginning of last year. State officials say fewer people are using the program because they don't need it. But families say they have unfairly and unwittingly lost coverage. St. Louis Public Radio's Sarah Fenton and Jacqueline Driscoll report. Four years ago, Holly Eukman's three-year-old son, Zyler, was diagnosed with Duchenne muscular dystrophy. It is a life-threatening disease. I mean, our boys live into their early 20s. Some of them now are living into their 30s, but... It is terminal. Every week, they travel from their home just south of Springfield for gene therapy treatments to help his body produce a protein that helps muscles keep their shape. 
It's a first-of-its-kind drug, just approved by the FDA, but it's costly, almost $40,000 per week. He doesn't cry. I mean, his port is under his um, right arm. He has a name for it. Its name's Mimo. But on August 9th, Holly took Zyler in for his routine appointment to learn the state had kicked her son off Medicaid. They were turned away, and he missed his treatment. I cried for a week. I was beyond stressed out. Plus, I have a full-time job. You know, I have another kid. It's been something that no family should have to go through. The Department of Social Services did send Holly a postcard telling her to expect re-enrollment paperwork, but it never came. I never received a paper one in the mail. I never received a phone call. I never received anything. Zyler is one of the thousands of children removed from Missouri's health insurance program for poor families. There are more than 850,000 people using Medicaid in Missouri, more than half are kids. But in 2018, that number started falling at one of the fastest rates in the country. Holly had heard about families being kicked off, but she never imagined it would happen to Zyler. But I just assumed that they seen Zyler's medical history or his diagnosis and seen that he needed the insurance. While the situation is crucial for many families, Todd Richardson, who oversees Missouri's Medicaid program, says the drop was expected. We're seeing enrollment return back to uh, a number that's far closer to its historical range than where it was uh, when it hit its high water mark in 2016 and 2017. And we understand that there's a number of factors that, that have, have led to that, um, but it's something we're also closely monitoring on an ongoing basis. But critics say it's a system-wide failure. Joel Ferber is advocacy director at Legal Services of Eastern Missouri. It's a nonprofit that's helped hundreds of Missourians who have been dropped from Medicaid in the last year. It's not just all of a sudden 100,000 parents were like irresponsible or, 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 or got really great paying jobs and don't need Medicaid anymore. Missouri started systematically reviewing every Medicaid recipient's eligibility in 2018. Ferber says the state is using a computer database to organize recipients. If it can't verify someone is eligible, the state sends out a re-enrollment form. The biggest problem is people are terminated without knowing, without really having a, a legitimate shot at keeping their coverage going. He says the new system doesn't check other databases, such as those for welfare and food stamps, to determine addresses and income. A lot of the information is out of date. That means the state sends out more renewal forms, but many times they get lost or go to the wrong address because people on Medicaid often move a lot or don't have a permanent address. We've only had one client that turned out to be ineligible. State data from earlier this year says that more than half of the recipients kicked off the rolls were removed because they didn't respond to those mailed forms. Ferber says legitimately eligible patients have become collateral damage in the state's effort to tamp down on unauthorized users. One of those patients is Deidre Wortham in North St. Louis County, who also never received a re-enrollment form. Her 12-year-old son, Aiden, goes to a community clinic to get therapy for behavioral problems. In July, Deidre's older son took Aiden to his appointment because she had a final exam. At 48 years old, she was two tests away from earning her high school diploma. And when he got to the clinic, they told him that uh, Aiden couldn't be seen because his Medicaid was out. So in order for the, the, the clinic to even see Aiden, they said that I would have to leave school to come up there to fill out some forms for him to get some type of temporary um, insurance until his Medicaid kicked back in. Well, I couldn't do that because if I would have left, then I wouldn't have been able to go back and take my final exams. I would have failed. Deidre's kids were still eligible. And she had just registered for cash assistance and food stamps. But without insurance, Aiden had to wait weeks to go back to therapy once he got back on Medicaid. 
Republican State Representative David Wood from Versailles is looking into the declining enrollment. He's the chairman of the House Appropriations Subcommittee for Health, Mental Health, and Social Services. Who were allowing in or the rules that qualify these children for Medicaid have not changed. Wood blames a better economy for the drop. He also says changes to the Affordable Care Act mean that people are no longer required to buy insurance. So now we're doing a better job and those people are being moved off of Medicaid if they don't qualify. So your factor that changes is the program, the economy, the change in the ACA. But Democratic State Representative Crystal Quaid from Springfield isn't buying it. She says state officials have said problems such as a computer glitch, paperwork getting lost in the mail, and long call center wait times are to blame. I'm sure that there are folks who fall into all of those categories, but I also know for certain that there are families who want coverage, who should have it, whose incomes have not changed, and have very serious illnesses that are no longer getting covered. On top of getting kicked off, these families then have to navigate how to re-enroll. Regina Hartfield lives in South St. Louis with her four kids. She works two jobs to support them. This summer, her family was dropped from Medicaid because of what the state called a, quote, error in the system. She's been trying to sort out the problem for weeks by calling state agencies. Now you have to call over the phone and be on hold for hours, literally hours, in order to talk to somebody. And then what happens? Oh, you know what? You actually called the wrong department. So we have to transfer you to another department where you're on hold again. Like Wortham, Hartfield learned her kids had been disenrolled when her 14-year-old daughter's doctor contacted her. Not only was my daughter not able to get her braces checked and fixed, but my son is not able to get his medicine because his medicine's like $500. She's constantly stressed about an unforeseen asthma attack or a broken bone. DSS says it's planning to investigate the eligibility process. They don't expect many changes in who is eligible, but they want to make signing up easier. In the meantime, families are left waiting and worrying. In Jefferson City, I'm Jacqueline Driscoll. And in St. Louis, I'm Sarah Fenton, St. Louis Public Radio. Our Fred Ehrlich, David Casares, and Shula Newman edited that report. Shula is the executive editor of St. Louis Public Radio. Music by Ryan McNeely of Adult Fur. I'm Wayne Pratt, and from the St. Louis Public Radio newsroom, this has been The Gateway. Support comes from the Missouri Forest Products Association. Missouri produces wood pallets, railroad ties, white oak barrels, hardwood floors, and more. Details on the variety of products made in the state are at ChooseWood.com.